Hello, how you doing? Welcome back to the Libertarian Republican Podcast. I'm Chris. This is episode number 128. Um, so this one is about the Tom Woods uh, episode. I just wanted to, to sort of, I wanted to, hopefully I can maybe get Tom Woods' attention and uh, have him sort of, you know, maybe, and, and also Gene Epstein, sort of address this a little bit. And um, because I, I listened to the, the episode, Tom Woods episode with, you know, and, and for those of you who don't know, Tom Woods is a podcaster, but he's an, he's a, uh, he is a writer. He's written several books on economics and uh, great book was Meltdown. That's the, that's probably the first, one of the first books I read that started to really make sense for me after the 2008-2009 financial crisis. And uh, he's an Austrian economist, uh, or, or Austrian economics guy anyway. He's got a degree. He's got, uh, he went to Harvard. He went to Columbia. He's got a PhD in, in, in history. I think his PhD is in history and is, uh, is, is, I don't know, master's, I guess, in, uh, in economics, something like that. But yeah, he's a smart guy. So, <laughs> uh, he's a, a incredibly smart guy and a, and a super, I always call him the hardest working man in Liberty, in the Liberty movement, uh, because he's always out there doing podcasts pretty much every day. And then he's doing eBooks and he's written a bunch of books and he's speaking at events all the time. And, and, uh, he's, he's just really a national treasure and, uh, and a good-looking man as well, by the way. So you just throw that in there. But <laughs> so uh, Gene Epstein as well, uh, also yet another national treasure. Great guy. He's he's the host of the uh, Soho Forum debates, which are fantastic. I highly recommend you check out the Soho Forum debates. So basically, they were talking about a uh, a guy, another guy, Mike Cernovich. Cernovich basically complaining that. Today's economy is screwing young people, screwing the, the young people over. And Gene Epstein basically disagrees with that. He doesn't think that young people are getting screwed over by today's economy. And, you know, as much as I love Gene Epstein, I'm going to disagree with him a little bit here. Now, I'm going to totally, of course, I have to agree with everything Gene Epstein says in the episode. So I think you have to. You have to listen to the episode. That's the first thing. You got to stop this, go back, listen to the Tom Woods podcast episode with Gene Epstein, where they say, where the, I think the title is, Is Today's Economy Screwing Young People? Something like that. And uh, Cernovich's argument is that young people, their wages are not keeping up with inflation. And, uh, uh, and, and, of course, a few other things. I'm not sure of all the nuts and bolts of Cernovich's argument, but but Gene Epstein's argument, he basically goes through the data and shows that today's young people really aren't um, suffering as much as as a lot of people think they are. But uh, my problem with that is that I think and and. I think Gene Epstein and, and Tom and Cernovich, for all I, I know, are ignoring the um, ignoring the 
number one, the, the low rates that we've had for the last 10 years, the inflation that we're experiencing now, and the national debt, the additional, the massive national debt that is going to be on, it's going to weigh on future generations much worse than it's weighing on, you know, my generation. For example, I'm, I'm 53, 54, I'll be 54 soon. And so I've been working and saving money and investing for 30 plus years, you know, in from my 20s. I started, you know, in my, I think in my mid twenties, I started to realize, man, I got to buckle down here and actually get, I got to make some money and start saving some money. And, and see back then we, there was the idea of, of compounding in uh, compounding interest where you could actually save money and you could earn money. You, you could remember, you could get like a CD ladder. You could put a thousand dollars into a CD for five years and earn 5% or 6%. And, and just roll it over, and then the next year, get another $1,000 CD. You could have what was called a CD ladder. Well, you can't, you can't even do that anymore. You can't save money anymore. The only place you can really save money is in the stock market. And that's not really saving. That's gambling. You know, and I think that's a, a huge problem for young people. It's much more difficult for young people to build any kind of a, of a nest egg. And, and so, and, and because, because we've had these low interest rates since basically since 2008, 2009. And so it's basically been impossible for young people to, to get started, uh, saving money and, uh, and at least saving money without gambling in the stock market because the stock market goes up, it goes down, you know, it can poof, it could be, you know, oh, it's down 30%. Boom, gone. You know, 30% of your money just disappeared. You don't have to worry about that if you have money in a, in a savings account. If you have, per, per, you know, some of your money in a savings account. And it's the same with bonds. Bonds basically uh, basically yield almost nothing, right? So, um, and now we've got the inflation, which obviously inflation makes the price of everything go up. And and we've in our in our national debt, and so basically we we've got this whole sort of spiral, you know, this death spiral. John Rubino did a episode or did a uh, an article about this in his Substack just recently about how we're in this kind of death spiral, where the 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 interest that we, you know, we're paying interest on this debt, and so as rates go up, we we've locked ourselves into this this. This problem, Peter Schiff talks about, uh, he was talking about QE, but he, he calls QE a, a monetary roach motel. You can check in, but you can never check out. And so, I mean, all these traps that we are, we have put ourselves in, we, we must have low rates to stimulate the economy. Uh, to have a growing economy, you have to have low rates. But the low rates basically encourage more debt. And more debt, as we as, as we accumulate more debt, the debt service costs go up, and so, and then we're 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 printing money to pay off. Well, to to we're printing money to fund our our exorbitant uh, government, 
And so the more money we print, the more inflation we see. And the only way to stop the inflation is to raise rates. But if we raise rates, we're going to we're going to number one, we're going to crash the economy, you know, because that's what they, they say. Oh, well, we have to we have to cause a recession in order to slow inflation down. And, you know, like Peter Schiff was just talking about this the other day about how if you I think it was today, actually, with where uh, if you want to slow inflation, inflation is like like Milton Friedman says, inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon. If you want to solve inflation, you have to stop the money printing and you, you have to stop the expansion of the monetary uh, base and of the money supply. So, but the, the, we were locked into this, this idea that, no, the way to stop inflation is to cause a recession or a depression, plunge the economy into, you know, plunge everybody into poverty. You're going to cause a recession. But then what happens when you, when you cause a recession? What happens when everybody loses their job? They all go on unemployment. Well, what do you have to do to, to send them unemployment checks? You got to borrow more money or print more money. So you're just making all of these problems worse. And and the other thing that when, when you raise interest rates, the debt service costs, the, the interest on the debt goes up. So, you know, we're we're complete we're so screwed. <laughs> and and like I like I said, you know, I'm in my fifties. I've got a nest egg. You know, I've got a nest egg. I've been paying off my my wife and I. We've been working and we've been paying off our mortgage for for you know 16, 17, 18 years, however long we've been we've owned this place. We we live in a condo. So, you know, we are not going to suffer the the people who are going to suffer will be the young people. These young people, they're the ones who are going to who are going to to be the most caught in this in this death spiral because they don't have a nest egg. They haven't been able to build any kind of a nest egg. And as interest rates, you know, as the the debt goes up and interest payments, you know, interest debt service payments go up, the government's going to have less money to, to do all the stuff that, that, you know, we normally have government do. I, I did an episode about this, about how you, 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 the, the government doesn't the government's going to have to spend so much money just servicing the debt that it's not going to have money left over to do any of the other stuff that we normally have a government for. You know, we're not going to have uh, national security. We're not going to have a military. We're not going to be able to build any more aircraft carriers or we're not going to be able to have, you know, an, an up, updated, upgraded air traffic control computer system or, any, you know, we're going to crumble because we're spending all of our money on debt service payments. So in, in order to, to to stop that, we have to lower rates, lower the interest rates. Well, if we lower the interest rates, that's just going to fuel more inflation. And then we're, got, we're all going to be, then we're screwed in a different way where we're all paying $400 for a loaf of bread. So, so I think that, you know, that is what, I mean, when people like me talk about how young people are screwed, this is what I'm talking about. This is the stuff I'm talking about. I'm not talking about they can go out and find a job that pays well. Okay, I mean you might be able to find a job that pays well, uh, but you're still that doesn't that doesn't help that much anyway with all of these 
looming problems, you know, with a total, you know, death spiral, monetary death spiral, fiscal slash monetary, where basically the the two the two lines are going to cross, and uh, the the amount of money we're we're uh, you know it's the amount of money we're we're we need and the the money we want to spend on on standard government stuff and the money we have to spend on debt service payments and and the interest rates and you know all of this stuff is uh is is really screwing young people that's my that's my point so all right that's it that i just wanted to to i just wanted to do an episode about this because i think it's important i think that this is one of those, I, I you know, and I, I maybe Tom Woods will listen to this, and and uh, maybe one day I'll run into Tom Woods and or uh, Gene Epstein, uh, and I can I can you know chat him up a little bit about this because I really worry about this stuff. You know, I don't have kids. Um, I ha- I know some young people that I care about, and um, I wonder. You know, how are we going to fix this? I mean, obviously, the way to fix it, well, I know how to fix it. I mean, we all know how to fix it. Cut the government. We have to cut the government, slash government spending. We have to, we have to uh, close, you know, 50% of the government agencies and send all those people out into the regular world, into the real world, where they can get real jobs, producing real goods and services, instead of being government bureaucrats with making stupid rules for us to follow and spending our money on, on stuff we don't need them to be doing. Uh, and that is how we solve the problem. But to, I, don't, I don't see a lot of people talking about that. And especially, obviously, the, the libertarians have this all figured out. But, uh, you know, and what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to bring these, these libertarian solutions to the Republican Party and trying to get, you know, wake the Republicans up and get them to, to realize, you know, this is how, this is what we need to do. Uh, and we need to be, we need to be the anti-government party. We need to be the anti-Washington party. We need to get serious about cutting government and so that the people can have, we so we can pay down our debt so that we can go back to, we need to end the Fed so we can go back to having a monetary system that has real interest rates so people can save money and you know we can go back to the the good old days of compounding interest that all of us older people you know we all benefited from that young people are not benefiting from compounding interest they have no that that, that's just not an option for them um so all right, that's uh that's it i just wanted to uh do an episode about this because it's bothering me so okay uh that's it that is episode 128 so if you like this podcast give me some good ratings and share it and everywhere else and all that kind of stuff and and uh and i will talk to you later all right bye-bye